0: Our scripture reading for today is taken from St. Paul's letter to the Colossians, the third chapter, beginning with verse 12. Therefore, as the elect of God, holy and beloved, put on tender mercies, kindness, humility, meekness, long-suffering, bearing with one another, and forgiving one another, if anyone has a complaint against another. Even as Christ forgave you, so you also must do. But above all these things, put on love, which is the bond of perfection. And let the peace of God rule in your hearts, to which also you were called in one body. And be thankful. These are your words, Heavenly Father. They are your truth. We pray that you would strengthen our faith through them. Amen. Maybe may be seated. <clears throat> When I was about 12 years old, we had a missionary that, uh, from Peru that came to our house and stayed with us for about a week. And he brought with him a young boy who was about my age, maybe 10 or 11 years old, I suppose, and his name was Cesar. And so I got to play with Cesar for a week and got to know each other. He knew some English, a very nice young boy. But what was interesting is how impressed he was with my toys, how impressed he was with our house. And just how enamored he was, like with my bike and everything, things that, that I didn't think were that big of a deal, that I'd grown up with kind of my whole life. And he was just like blown away. You'd think we were living in a mansion, the way he looked at everything in our house. And it made me realize that we you know, we kind of adjust our standard of living, we adjust our minds to our standard of living. So sometimes we don't really appreciate the good things that we have and the many earthly blessings that God has given us in life and in fact when we live in a culture where there there are a lot of people that even have more than we do we kind of sometimes feel like well how come I don't get that and we expect more and we expect to have better things and so on so sometimes it's helpful for us to be around uh, people from maybe other countries or places where they just don't have quite the same blessings that we do it may help us appreciate what we have a lot better about 15 years ago, I took a number of students, college and high school students, over to Ukraine, and uh, which is certainly not a third world country by any means. But even there, the wealth that we had in our middle class families was probably five times what many of the people were living with. And uh, the college students, I remember, really noticed this. And on the way back, on the flight back, a lot of them made comments like that that, boy, it makes me realize I really need to appreciate what I have. In our reading today, um, I want us to focus on something in the first phrase and the last phrase. Everything in the middle is fantastic too. But at the first phrase, St. Paul refers to these believers as elect of God, holy and beloved. And then at the end, he says, be thankful. So first of all, St. Paul refers to you as a believer in Christ, as the elect of God, holy and beloved, Uh, dearly loved is is often the way that is translated. And just have us consider our spiritual adoption. Think, Think of the condition you and I were in before God gave us faith in Christ. Think of what your life could have and would have been like if God had not chosen to elect you to put his Holy Spirit in your heart and give you faith in your Savior. Think what would have been in your future. Think how you would have appeared to God on Judgment Day without him giving you this precious gift of faith. But Notice here, he he highlights how God has already, by that mercy in his heart, selected us, made us his children, adopted us, brought us into his own family, all through faith. faith. And it's not because of something we did, It's just purely because of the goodness in his heart based upon the work of his Son, our Savior. And more than likely in your life, God did that through the gift of baptism, through his word, where that faith is now created in us, where he claims you as his child, as one of his own, who's now going to be a citizen of going to heaven. And because of that, you get to be part of God's family, the Holy Christian Church on earth. This is a tremendous gift, tremendous blessing from God. And yet, at the same time, if you're like me, it's something I know for myself I can kind of take for granted a little bit. Sometimes when you're around unbelievers for a while, if you're really immersed or in a deep conversation with somebody who's got a totally non-Christian view of life and a pagan view of life or whatever, maybe very materialistic or whatever, it it can kind of make you appreciate what you've been given by this gift of faith. I remember when I uh, went from Bethany, so that was um, probably about my 12th year, or no, that would have been my 13th year of Christian education, and then went to Mankato State, Minnesota State University, a good school in many ways. But when I started to mix with the students and the, the instructors that I had, the vast majority of whom did not have at all a Christian perspective, Boy, did I appreciate the gift of faith I'd been given. Did I appreciate the the view of life that came along with that and the blessing I had with knowing Christ and how I looked at my whole life and everything about my life. So one thing I'll say to you as a fellow Christian is this. Don't take this stuff for granted. Don't take for granted The the amazing gift that God has given you to elect you and make you his child, to forgive you all your sins, to to give you the holy, perfect record you need to get into heaven someday through Christ, and the promise of getting into heaven to be able to live there forever. A lot of times parents like to see some of their good qualities, if they have any. (laughs) They like to see some of their good qualities reflected in their kids. Maybe it's a generous heart or maybe uh, doing something for somebody or whatever. They like to see good qualities that maybe are part of them that get shown up again in the next generation. Our Heavenly Father has shown us amazing loving qualities. St. Paul lists, I'll just list a few of them again. Tender mercy, kindness, long-suffering, forgiving us all of our sins. And God now wants to see these reflected in his children. He wants to see those of us who belong to him, who are his elect and part of this holy Christian church, he wants to see the, those same things reflected in us because it's, it's all an indication of how much he's connected us to his son, our Savior. Thinking of that missionary who came to our house, I remember he also told a story of a man in his, one of his congregations down in Peru. This was up in the mountains. The Andes Mountains and an area that was very poor, uh, very ful- filled with poverty. And this man that he had gone to witness to and speak to him about Christ um, had had nothing but dirt floors in his house, and his walls were made out of out of like things that were woven together. And um, and yet this guy, even though he got very sick, this man that he brought to faith in Christ, um, this this man was so happy. And he was so grateful and so joyful about life and he was so grateful that the the missionaries were were going to baptize his children for instance and it made me think about how you know i've got all these great earthly blessings i don't always appreciate those but here's a guy who has nothing and yet he's been blessed to know christ as his savior And he can look at life with such a different joy and perspective than than maybe I can. Maybe a different level of appreciation than I can. One of the qualities that your Heavenly Father would love to see in you and me, now that he's given you faith, is just gratitude. Just gratitude about our lives. Not just the earthly blessings, but the spiritual blessings that he's given us. Let me close with this this summer I was reading something and I found out that over in Sweden when when you are a blood donor and donate some blood and when your blood they put your name on it when that pack of blood finally gets used by somebody they require that the person who benefits from that life-giving blood send a thank-you note to you and you get a thank-you note think about what the blood of Christ has purchased for you Think what the blood of Christ means for you. Think what it means for your future and for your life. What kind of of thank you note can we give to God for that? Amen. Please rise for prayer. Lord God, our Heavenly Father, we thank you that you have elected us to be your own, that you have declared us to be holy through Christ. We thank you for forgiving us and being so kind-hearted toward us. And we pray that you would work many of these same qualities in us as well as your dear children. Especially today, we pray that you would give us hearts of gratitude. Teach us to be thankful, not only for the things you give us for this life, but especially for the life that is to come. We pray it all in our Savior's holy name. Amen. And now may the triune God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit bless and preserve you. Go in his peace. Amen.